Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Derek Briefly Podcast, episode 15. Now, there's quite a bit of stuff that I want to talk to you guys about today. I think we're going to start off with the PlayStation 5. Now, I have been hearing, and I don't have no like actual definitive proof that this could happen, but I have been hearing that they are going to release a you know, PS5 Pro alongside the actual base model of the system at launch. Now, I have heard that they could possibly do that with the Xbox Series X too. Now, I would assume that if they do go decide to go ahead and release these higher tier versions of it, that the you know standard base model would probably come at a lower cheaper price, and the you know the pro versions of them would you know be priced a little bit higher, you know probably like a hundred two two hundred dollars more, you know. But again, this is all rumors, you know. Now, I've, I've had somebody just recently tell me that the PlayStation 5 has been revealed, but from everything I have personally looked up, the PlayStation 5 has not been revealed, and I don't think it's going to be officially re- revealed, probably, not for like, probably till like April, I would say probably around April-ish, is probably when they will decide to unveil the PlayStation 5 officially, and... There's been a few people that I've talked to that have said that they think that this is going to be the last PlayStation console. I don't, me personally, I don't see Sony ending the uh, PlayStations after the after the five. I think they will come out with another version, a PS6. But you know, that won't be probably till like you know probably around you know twenty thirty by then you know because I. When we haven't even gotten into the PS5 yet, and people are already talk about this gonna be the end of the PlayStation uh, series, I, I just think it's way too early to even ha- really have that conversation because we won't hear anything about that probably until like 2027. 20, so you know that I, to me that's that's still plenty of time away. We have again we haven't even gotten into the next generation of consoles yet and you know the next generation consoles may not come out till next year because of a certain you know you know virus that is going around that there is I have heard that there is a potentially that these consoles could get pushed back until spring you know what it would be a shame if they get pushed back but I also, at the same time, these companies have to look out for their employees' health. That's what's most important, is to make sure everybody is safe. Nobody, you know, gets affected by it, you know, until we try to get rid of this. Because at the end of the day, they're just consoles. They're not more important than, you know, human lives. So, if they need to push them back, then, you know, people should be un- un- be respectful and understand that, they they're doing what they have to do, and you know for the people that initially can't afford the systems to begin with, they, this gives them a little bit more time to save. You know to plan out how much money they they need to get together by the time it comes out. Because if it doesn't come out the next spring, 
that should be plenty of time for you people that don't won't have the initial money at launch to get them then. It's like uh, I was watching a uh, review tech USA's uh, uh, YouTube video and it's like it's like he said these consoles don't make money right out of the gate. The, uh, they take a loss on the consoles. Because you, it t- it costs so much to manufacture them. I heard it just it, it costs like four hundred fifty just to manufacture uh, the P the PlayStation Five. Now I don't know if that's one. And you gotta figure if it costs four hundred fifty dollars to produce just one PlayStation Five. You talked about you trying to produce you know hundreds thousands of these consoles, you know, that's a lot of money to try to be make back, and for, you know, when in the first, there's a good percentage of that, you know, in the first year, they, they're not making money off the consoles, because they are trying to recoup their cost, and, you know, that's, that's the same thing with the Xbox, you know, they take losses, you know, on, on the console, probably the first year or two, and, and they expect to take the losses because, you know, how much they cost, you know, people can't afford the consoles yet, or people will just wait a year or two after the console launches, so it has, you know, more games out for the system, and has had a crap ton of, you know, patches done to the system software and all that. I mean, I didn't get my PS4 until 2016, three years after the launch. Of the PlayStation 4. I mean at the time I couldn't afford, afford to get it. And. we was, I was waiting until it dropped the price. Which it did a little bit. For, you know for Black Friday around then. But. It was the perfect time to go get it. It was like two ninety nine, And it was, it was. It was a fantastic pickup. And I have been playing the PS4 since. But I'm one of these guys. I'm a console guy. You know. It's nothing against PC. I've just never been one to be able to play with like a keyboard and mouse. That's just me. My hands, you know, to, don't work that way. I have to have a controller in my hands to be able to play it. But I've always been a console guy. You know, I've collected a lot of systems. I have a lot of systems over at my dad's house. Still, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that like I'm, like I'm a PlayStation fanboy because I'm not. I do like Xbox and stuff. I have a crap ton of Xbox games. And some of my favorite games for uh, came from the Xbox. Uh, you know, like, you know, the old Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic games. Very good games. I would argue the first is best, is way better than the second. But, regardless, you know, those two games, you got all three Fable games that I played multiple times. You know... I think the first was the best one. The second one was, you know, a little step up. But the third one, it lacked behind the other two a little bit. But right there's five solid games for the Xbox that I, I personally enjoyed playing. You know, there's probably others I'm missing. You know, that I'm failing to, you know, remember at the moment. I, but I've had, you know, I've had the original Xbox. I had a 360. I don't, as you guys know, I don't have an Xbox One. I think about picking it up at some point, maybe next year. 
uh, well, which I know the new consoles will be out by then. But I, I'm still probably planning on picking one up just to have it. Um, you know, I I remember you know back in the older days playing this Super Nintendo. There was a lot of great games that came out with the Super Nintendo that I very you know much had a passion for. You know, there was and there's also a lot of great games on the original PlayStation, PlayStation One. There's a lot of good games for that. I remember uh me and my dad playing uh games like Metal Gear Solid together. And playing Parasite Eve, you know, and the Resident Evil games. Some, you know, very good uh times, you know, Crash Bandicoot was one of them. And, you know, we used to play the Nintendo sixty four a lot too. We was really big in, you know, trying to get the family together. Uh my two cousins, me and my dad, would sit down and play some Mario Party for hours on the, on the Nintendo 64. You know, and you also had Mario 64, which was a fantastic game. I never did beat it. If I had the game, I would probably go back to it just to try to beat it. But it was just one of those games I never did, was able to manage to get through. You know, the younger me, when I was playing that game... Uh, when you get to the, uh, underwater level, I saw that big, you know, underwater monster. It scared me out playing it, and so I never finished it. I would probably go back and finish it now. Um, you know, in one of the best games, I would have to probably put this game as my second greatest game of all time, and that is Zelda Ocarina of Time. It had such amazing graphics, especially back then. The story was good. I liked the gameplay. I play. I beat that game probably a good eight, nine times. Probably even a lot more than that, because we used to play that game all the time. It was just such a fun, great experience. I wish that they would add that game to the online service for the Nintendo Switch. You mean you don't even have to be, you know, the remastered version of the Switch for the Switch. It could be, you know, the Nintendo 64 version ported over. But imagine what they could do with Ocarina of Time if they gave it kind of like the, you know, remastered version. Or, or like the kind of like the remake version for the Switch with updated graphics. You was, I guarantee you, people would buy the game. Zelda Ocarina of Time was some people's favorite Zelda game. And for the people that were diehard Ocarina of Time fans, they're going to go out and buy the game. You you can slap, I, I guarantee you, if you, you could slap that the price label on that from like 40 to 60 bucks, and people would pre-order that instantly. Especially at 40 Hell, I wouldn't even say yeah, 60 People would pre-order that game just to play it. Because Ocarina of Time had a fantastic story again and you know you know be able to go back from you know like being an adult to the kid was very cool um now the you know the temples could be very, uh, very hard the water temple was very hard because you had to you know raise and lower the water level you know multiple times to do all these like little punches puzzles inside of it so i would say the water temple was probably the hardest but the Shadow Temple could be pretty hard, too, because, you know, you had those hands that came down and, you know, grabbed you. 
you know, so that too could be pretty tricky. Um, I would say those are probably the two most hardest temples in it. You know, with the water being the hardest. You know, but I'm sorry to get on the you know Zelda Tari. That's just one of my favorite games. But you know what? I and I have a feeling that the Switch will be able to compete with the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X, especially if they can, you know, nail their upcoming games. And when when they ever when they do finally announce their you know games for you know 2020. You're going to have a lot of people, you know, that will buy, you know, those games. Like, I just pre-ordered my Animal Crossing Horizon, New Horizons today. I cannot wait to play it. I think I might get it on release day. Should arrive on release day. If not, a few days after. Um, so I am looking forward to playing that. Um, I think I'm going to get the Xenoblade Chronicles, the game that's coming out. You know, in... That game looks pretty uh, good. I still need... There's several games for the Switch I still need to get. I do want to uh, uh, pick up Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. You know, there's Luigi's Mansions that I, I still... I'm going I'm gonna to be picking up soon. Not, probably, well, not probably soon. But here in the next couple months, I'm going to try to get that game. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be pretty busy you know, with Switch content too. It's, you know, as far as the four right now, I, I beat, a few days ago, I did beat Bioshock 1. The game was amazing. It was an amazing game. Now, I always thought, when I saw people play the game, oh, that game is so stupid. It's corny. Doesn't have a good story. The gameplay sucks. But after playing it, I take back everything I, I used to say in the past about the game. Because Bioshock 1 had amazing gameplay. It had a good story. I love that, you know, it has multiple endings. And the fact that you can choose which ending you can get. There's a whole bunch of trophies for you to get. I am trying to get the Platinum Trophy. I don't know if I will. Because, you know, because uh, March uh, games are coming out. You know, we got Sonic Mania. We got Shadow of the uh, Colossus. I'm I'm planning on playing the Shadow of the Colossus game and probably the uh, Sonic Mania, but I still need to get through the other two Bioshock games too. You know, there's so many games coming out. You know, it's hard to try to get everything in the game with, with other games still to play. But I'm planning on playing the other two Bioshock games. I think I got like 57% of the trophies. I'm still. Have you no know, ways to go? I might have to go back through Bioshock One because there's still some audio logs that I missed uh, because you know the of the whole thing. You know, because you only get like the, I think the first two. If you miss the first two, you can never go back unless you restart. I do want to make a, a quick you know public service announcement that. The reason why the Derek Brickley podcast was not on Friday was because we had no internet. Our, for like the entire day of Friday, we had no internet. So that sucked. But, you know, no, I'm going to make it up to you guys. And that's why I'm doing this episode uh, 
here on Sunday. I might do another special episode. Either Thursday. And then do a, a you know, regular scheduled episode Friday. You know, to make up for, you know, being, you know, missing. But I will let you guys know about the Thursday episode on my Twitter and my Facebook page. If you want to get a hold of me, you want to message me, because I, I do reply to people on Twitter and, you know, Facebook. So if you guys want to hit me up, hit me up on Facebook, you know, and, and Twitter. You can, uh, you can follow me at Derek Brinkley at Twitter. You know, of course, you know, like I said, I have a Facebook page. I don't have an Instagram. I do not have a Snapchat. So, as right now, those are only two social platforms I have. You know, it, the, in the, the Xbox, I heard, is going to have, you know, 12 teraflops, which is good. I, I, that's good that it's going to have, uh, you know, 12 teraflops. And there was a, me and a GameStop boy, because I went to GameStop yesterday, because I picked me up uh, an SD card for the Switch, because I was running out of memory. And we was talking about, you know, the you know, new new consoles coming out. And how he, he said that it would be nice if the PlayStation 5 had at least 2 terabytes of memory, which I think it should, but you know, it won't though, you know, we should at least get one terabyte of hard drive to start out with, I've heard that the PlayStation 5 will have one terabyte, but none of that has been confirmed yet, because I, I said to him, you know, I've heard from a lot of people, you know, games are only getting bigger and bigger. You know, with the games getting bigger and it's taking up more space. You know, the new Final Fantasy VII Remake game is going to have 100 gigabytes worth of space. And that's only one third of the game. That is not even the entire game and that's going to take up 100 gigabytes. Think about that. If, if that takes up 100 gigabytes and, and you have a standard PS4. 500 gigabyte PS4. That leaves you with 400 gigabytes left on space. So you, and that is not talk about if you're going to play other games. And a lot of these games updates take up more space too. So if you play a game like you know Final Fantasy VII Remake, Red Dead, and Grand Theft Auto, right there you're almost looking at close to 300 gigabytes worth of space. And that that is that is a lot of space to be taken up on your hard drive, and you know some of the more multiplayer games take up you know sixty to seventy gigabytes worth of space, so it can be quite a lot. And I know one terabyte is quite a bit of memory, but with games taking up more space, especially the bigger they get, it can be quite alarming for people. Now, if you're like a casual gamer, and you only play game like one or two games a year, then you'll be fine for several years. Like my my cousin, he he is a casual gamer, 
you know, he may only play maybe at the most three games a year. So, you know, like a one terabyte hard drive for him would probably last him, you know, probably three, four years before he even fills it up. Because at the most, his games take up is like maybe four, you know, 40 to 50 gigabytes. So it would last him three or four years. But me, I play multiple games a year. I'm, I'm always, you know, constantly getting games from my PlayStation 4. You know, that's why I had to get a 2 terabyte hard drive. It's because it just wasn't enough for the actual hard drive. I was running out of room. I got tired deleting games. There's nothing worse than having to go in there and delete, you know, games. Especially when you know you're going to go back and play the game, but you have to delete it to play the next game. So... That's one reason why I got the SD card for the Switch, because I, I didn't want to go through the whole, you know, problem of deleting and uninstalling and reinstalling. It could be quite a hassle. So I'm hoping, you know, my dream is for, for, for it to have two, but I'm just hoping it has at least one. I would be happy with one terabyte, but I would like to know what you guys think on, on that subject. You know, what and what do you want for the next consoles? And what do you see happening in the future of gaming? Um, that's going to be it for the uh, Dare uh, Brinkley Gaming Podcast. And until next Friday, see ya.